0: Peace fam, it's Amy here with another episode of the Lover Goddess Podcast, where I talk about all things divine feminine, self-love, and sexuality. And if you haven't heard by now, I am pregnant. I made an announcement on my Instagram, on YouTube, and on Facebook about the secret that I've been keeping for the last six months or so. Um, If you know me in real life, or maybe if you've been picking up on the vibes in the last podcast, you probably noticed a couple of hints that I didn't realize I was dropping uh, about this news. But I had a few people hit me up on Instagram and through text like, I feel like you're not telling me something. (laughs) And you're absolutely right, I wasn't telling you everything. Um, So as I mentioned, I am six months pregnant. I'm two weeks shy of my third trimester. So I've been doing this whole pregnancy thing for the last 25 weeks or so. And each of those weeks has been (laughs) incredibly difficult. Now, let me first back up a little bit by saying I am so grateful to be pregnant. And um, I found out I was pregnant the beginning of October of 2021. And that was only, let's see, I had my miscarriage back in August. So I had a surgery, the DNC surgery, and my recovery lasted about three weeks or so. I had my period on that fourth week and uh, they told me that I could try for another baby as soon as I cleared my first cycle after surgery and um, my partner and I we had decided like yes we want to try to have another baby we're not gonna put any pressure on ourselves to do so but we did um, we did take some extra steps to make sure our bodies were ready in case we did end up pregnant Um, and i'm going to be creating like a little ebook informational on all of the things i've learned about fertility and egg quality sperm quality and all of that um, for any of you who have been struggling to struggling with fertility or for any of you who are thinking about uh, becoming pregnant soon there are a lot of things to kind of consider and keep in mind to give yourself like the most optimal opportunity um, to conceive now not everyone is going to resonate or need these tips and tricks but in general this whole process of um getting pregnant the first time and miscarrying um i just immersed myself in fertility stuff even more so than i had already been involved um you know with my work and my practice i just did a deep dive into sperm (laughs) into sperm and egg quality so um while We weren't putting pressure on ourselves like we have I just got a phone call. You know when no one calls you ever and then all of a sudden everyone is calling you? I think they can sense when I'm doing a podcast. (laughs) And I don't know if that happens to you guys. Your phone can be super dry and then all of a sudden everyone wants your attention all at once. So I just got off the phone with my best friend and my sister but back to what we were talking about my partner and i we were not um, putting any pressure on ourselves to be pregnant by any sort of time frame we were not using protection but we also knew that it could take any number of months or even years of trying to have another baby so i just ate pizza too and anytime i eat (laughs) it makes me out of breath everything i do i feel out of breath so bear with me i'm trying to breathe and be a human and tell a story all at once so um we didn't put any pressure on ourselves but we did make some changes in um, our diet some additions to our diet um And I'll go into all of that in more detail, maybe in another episode. But um, because I had been learning so much about miscarriage, fertility, pregnancy loss, all of that, um, we had started implementing a few things into our daily lives. We were by no means perfect in anything that we were doing. Um, But there were some small changes that we both committed to making so that whenever we did become pregnant we would have the best chance of keeping that baby and um, keeping it healthy, etc, cetera, etc cetera. so all that to say I ended up getting pregnant the very first cycle that I could become pregnant and um, it was such a huge blessing because I know that's not The same story that a lot of people have Um, you know there's people who try for long periods of time um, after loss or even just in general so my heart definitely goes out to you and I'll be sure to let you know uh, in another episode some tips and tricks that could help you but for us, it happened super quickly. And I found out in early October. Um, and I remember, like, I took a test as early as I possibly could have. And one day I took it, it was negative. But the very next day I took it, and you can see, like, a very faint line. And I showed my partner the pregnancy test, and he wasn't convinced at first he was like "Oh, will just take one in a couple days and see if it gets darker because that's too light but if you know anything about pregnancy tests even if it's light um, you're still pregnant <laughs> so of course over the next few days the line got darker and darker and um, my OB told me that she wanted to monitor this pregnancy as soon as we found out that I was pregnant. And um, I have a lot of feelings and thoughts about Western medicine and pregnancy and birth and all of that that I'm not going to get into yet. But I will say that after experiencing pregnancy loss And having that surgery, I felt very dependent on Western medicine. And kind of, I needed, in my mind I needed, but more so just really wanted the reassurance that obstetrics kind of provided me. (laughs) And it sounds a little silly because in all reality... There's nothing that doctors can really do for you as a pregnant woman or your baby until way down the line, um, maybe like twenty between 24 and 27 weeks, there's not a whole lot that can be done. It's just, you know, you, your body, and your baby, and all they can really do is poke you and prod you and give you scans but the scans don't guarantee life they don't guarantee that you won't have a loss they don't guarantee anything it's just a way to check in on things right then and there right at that moment Um, and anything can change you know afterward so that's all I'll say about that right now but um, I felt really dependent and reliant on medicine on western medicine on obstetrics And I spent, like, a lot of this early pregnancy just going to appointments. And, um, I guess one cool thing about it is I have images of ultrasounds of this baby from pretty much as soon as she was a blob in my uterus. (laughs) I have a, uh, a scan of her as a little baby blob and, um... I had to come in a week later and get another scan and she was an even bigger blob with a heartbeat. Then I had to come in a week or two later. She was an even bigger blob <laughs> with a strong heartbeat. And um all of it was really reassuring and everything has been fine, you know, from my very first appointment all the way until now. It was really nerve wracking in the beginning because um you know my fir- my very first ultrasound with my first pregnancy um there was no heartbeat and um that was really traumatic for me so i was nervous um for the first like probably five or six appointments that i had with the second the second pregnancy because I was like, what if something's wrong? What if things aren't right? What if I get the same news that I got last time? Like, I'm just not ready for all of that. Now, mind you, I had a lot of, I had about a month of physical healing. Then I had a regular, um, I had my regular cycle and then I got pregnant. So although I was healed physically, I was still like mentally and spiritually, recovering from miscarriage and pregnancy loss and so although I was super grateful to be pregnant again I hadn't completely regained my footing from the loss that I had experienced and so that fear the anxiety all of that was really accentuated it was really heightened at the time um Of early pregnancy and I was just like so scared for the first trimester essentially the very first trimester like I was nervous about everything um every appointment I went into it was like I had such bad anxiety the week before the night before the minutes before while I was waiting in the waiting room and it was very scary. (laughs) And, um, you know, luckily, every appointment, we had really positive news. Her heartbeat has been strong, like from the very beginning. And um, my hormone levels were sky high, which was great. um, Because with my first pregnancy, my hormone levels were not very high at all, which was the first indication that I would be losing the pregnancy so although all the signs pointed to a different outcome it took me a really long time in this pregnancy to feel safe to feel comfortable and um, I didn't want to tell anybody really about this pregnancy I told my best friends Shout out Cass and Dre and Paige. And actually, um, one of my besties is also pregnant and she's due a week before me. So they were my lifelines for the first three months of this pregnancy. I kept it to myself. Didn't really talk about it until I went home for Christmas. Christmas. And that's when I announced my pregnancy to my mom and my dad and my brother and my sister. And I think my mom, yeah, we called like my grandma and stuff. So close family is known since Christmas time. And, um, it again, I was really happy to, and excited to share the news, but also really nervous, um kind of scared to let myself get happy about it Um, not to mention pregnancy up until this week (laughs) has been really difficult for me I've had a lot of morning sickness and heartburn and um, I have GERD now which is like the type of acid reflux disease Um, And I'm on medication now for it, but it took 25 weeks to find the right medication that actually works to where I can feel like myself. So at the beginning, it was just like, I wasn't feeling well and I was nervous and I was anxious and everything was just like up in the air. And one thing that pregnancy I've come to know, come to realize that pregnancy is like a huge act of surrender like things are happening to you and to your body that have never happened to you before (laughs) or if you've been pregnant before things are happening that don't usually happen and it's all out of your control there's not a whole lot you can do about it at all and um except ride the wave you know it's like taking a psychedelic like once you take it you're on the ride there's nothing you can do (laughs) um so it was a lot to deal with you know the mental aspect the healing aspect the physical aspects like I'm so happy and so grateful and so thankful but for a long time I was so sick and I didn't feel like myself and my body hurts and my boobs hurt and you know, my throat is on fire. My chest is on fire. I can't get comfortable when I'm sleeping. I'm throwing up five and six times a day. Everything I eat comes back up. Like, it, yeah, my relationship with sex was so not good for a while. I was just like, I don't want to be touched. I don't want to be looked at. My emotions are chaotic. My hormones were everywhere. I was just like, on a roller coaster ride and I didn't know when it was going to fucking stop, you know? So, pregnancy <laughs> has been such a journey. Um like I mentioned I'm two weeks away from the third trimester. So, we're in the home stretch just about. But, you know, those beginning stages you know, with life and pregnancy and everything on top of it, not feeling well, not feeling like yourself or at home in your body, it's, um, it's a lot to deal with. And really, truly, no one prepared me for that. No one talks about <laughs> how difficult pregnancy can be, you know. At least no one around me talked about it. And it could be that, you know, the women around me have had an easier go at pregnancy, or maybe it's just something that you can't really put words to unless you're in it and you experience it. Because, first of all, some women have such easy pregnancies. I know one of my best friends has had lovely pregnancies. She said she'd be pregnant like a million times. Um that's just not my experience (laughs) my experience has been um you know just a few points shy of like miserable up until now (laughs) and the crazy part about that is the symptoms can get even worse than what I experience like I've heard of women having it 10 times harder than me even and um Yeah, that just goes to show you, like, pregnancy is such a vast array of experiences, and you really don't know what you're gonna get until it happens, and um, I just think of, like, my younger self, and the teenagers I used to teach, and these stories I would hear of young girls who just wanted to get pregnant, and, like... (laughs) How much they don't know what they're in for like this is not something that you do just for the fun of it like this is this is real serious y'all like pregnancy is tough um, totally worth it and you know you get a cool human out of it um, eventually right because it's not guaranteed just because you get pregnant once doesn't mean it's going to result in a baby, you know. Unfortunately, um, that's not how it goes all the time. Um, so, I guess what I'm saying is, the stakes are very high. This is a a very high-stake game to play when it comes to this game of life and creating life and hosting life within your body. Like we are the hosts of life, but on that same axis, axis is also death, and that is a very common outcome as well, and my first, my very first experience with bringing life into this world ended in death. And, um, you know, about 25% of pregnancies do end up in loss. And that's not something I'm saying just to scare you or to discourage anyone, but it's just a truth. Um, and that 25% is for the first trimester, not um, not all three trimesters, but for the first trimester. So um, the depth, the gravity, the sacredness, the importance of this journey was not really ever explained to me in a way that I understood until I was pregnant and then I was like oh my god this is a high stakes game this is not something you do for play play all that you know everything that happens in your mind in your body it can be such a huge blessing it can bring a lot of trauma it could bring a lot of stress it could bring a lot of bliss it's like the best thing and the worst thing (laughs) and it's just like Russian roulette with what you're gonna get you know so or maybe you don't know and maybe you'll just have to go through uh, your own experience to understand what I'm saying but it's like spinning the wheel of fortune you don't know where it's gonna land you don't know what your experience is gonna be each and every woman is different each and every pregnancy is different each and every baby is different each and every lesson is different each and every symptom that you're gonna get is different and you just really have to surrender and let that shit do what it's gonna do and that has been (laughs) so difficult for me to learn how to let go. And I think I'm just now 25 weeks later, um, to the point where I can breathe a little bit easier, where I can relax into the reality that this is what I've been called to do and that me and my baby are okay. We're healthy. Um, we got this, we're doing this, it's happening. Um, I don't feel the same fear that I had been feeling in the beginning um and in fact on the faith to fear scale I'm leaning you know more and more on the faith side right and it's taken me a while to get there admittedly like some people don't think about (laughs) negative outcomes at all and it doesn't cross their mind and You know, I think because my first experience with pregnancy did end up uh, pretty traumatically, it was hard for me to do that. It was hard for me to anchor into faith, but I feel like I'm finally there. I feel very connected to this little being inside of me. Uh, She's a little girl and she is moving like crazy. I feel her all the time (laughs) she's been letting me know she's there pretty much since December but um now we're at the end of February March is in two days at the time of me recording this like she'll wake me up in the night with her kicks and uh, my partner can feel her kicking when he puts his hand on my belly or when he's hugging me even she'll kick and he'll feel it (laughs) in his stomach too so She's really strong. She's really active and I think, you know, all throughout this pregnancy she's been giving me little messages and letting me know that she's okay, that we're okay, that we're, you know, ready to do this and um, you know that she's coming that this is for real this time. So this has been one long ass journey. <laughs> And it's also been partially why I've kept this to myself for six months, you know usually after the first trimester, around like you know twelve to sixteen weeks is when people start telling um the public about their babies, and some people talk about it right away um but for me, there was a lot that I needed to come to terms with myself. There was a lot of fear that I needed to overcome and to deal with and to look at face to face and to sit with and feel and, you know, just a lot of internal work that I needed to do before I felt comfortable sharing, like, this huge piece of my life. Really, it's my whole life, right? Like, no matter what I'm doing, I'm baking a baby, (laughs) and no matter what I'm doing, you know, there's a baby on my mind, there's a baby in my belly, there's my hormones are all impacted, my thoughts, emotions, everything is impacted, um, by this little being, so, I kept it to myself, um, and to, you know, I slowly started to tell people who, um, I felt called to share the news with, and, um, Probably my favorite scan, which I'm sure is most people's favorite, is the anatomy scan. I knew that she was a girl from about nine or 10 weeks. We did a a chromosome test and um, that test looked for any abnormalities and also was looking to see the biological sex of the baby. And we knew very early on that she's a sheep. But the anatomy scan, um, I had built this up in my mind, like, it'll be, it'll be real to me after the anatomy scan, you know, because they look, and they look at all her fingers and toes, they look that she has arms and legs, they look into her brain, into her heart, they look at the placenta, the umbilical cord, they look at everything, and, um, I'm looking at her <laughs> picture right now. Um, it was such a a relief to see with my eyes. You know, I've been feeling her for a while. I've been feeling this reassurance, but to see with my eyes, like that, there's a whole human inside of me, man. <laughs> um, her little feet, like she gave a perfect profile. <laughs> Picture like, you know, some babies they like kind of turn their backs or they move away But she was camera ready this day. She gave the perfect little profile and just from the profile already um The people I've shared this photo with have <laughs> all been like She looks like you. She has your big head and your big top lip <laughs> and um, Even when it came down to the anatomy portion We got like the perfect snapshot of her butt cheeks. Her butt cheeks and her yoni, like she was just bending over on the little camera. Like She is not shy at all whatsoever. We also got um, a little snapshot of her foot, uh, because they print out pictures, usually like three pictures. So we got the perfect little profile, then we got her butt print. Uh, showing you know all the details of her butt and her yoni space and then um, her foot so that was so cute Um, my partner wasn't allowed in there because of stupid COVID rules Um, but I did take videos and we did get the pictures so I have pictures of her all over the place but Really, that was probably the sweetest moment um, that we shared, just to see, like, this is so real. Like, there's really a little human inside of me. Um, and it's just humbling and awe-inspiring and um, makes me so hopeful for the future. And like I mentioned, i uh I have <laughs> the ultrasound pictures everywhere I scanned them and made copies of them and like put them all over my house, so I'm always looking at her <laughs> and always reminded of her little sweet angel face and the fact that you know I'm her mom right now in this moment, everything's fine, and you know God willing, everything will continue to be fine so that's where I'm at and kind of sitting with that resting with that and you know getting used to this idea i finally decided like okay i'm ready to talk about this i'm ready to open up i'm ready to invite others into this space with me you know i feel like i'm a pretty independent person i have to deal with a lot of things on my own <laughs> before I'm comfortable sharing, and I finally got to that point, and I'm so glad that I was able to share this pregnancy with you all over this past weekend. Um, Again, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, because I have been feeling like I've been keeping a giant secret, and that I've been holding a big part of myself back, and not really connecting or engaging with people To the best of my abilities because I've just been so focused on this, you know, which is of course going to be my main priority from here on out. But I feel like I was letting fear kind of win, you know, overcome everything and get between me and what I love to do, which is interact with you guys and share my life and share the things that I'm going through and learning. So I'm glad that I'm finally sharing this with you and I'm so grateful for all of the beautiful responses that you guys have given for your blessings, for your well wishes, for your prayers, um, for your excitement and your happiness for me because it really has been a journey. It's been a long time coming, um, it's taught me so much and, um, It will continue to teach me a lot you know we still got the third trimester left we got birth left we got parenthood and keeping a human alive like earthside I have a lot to learn and (laughs) I'm glad to share it with you guys share things as I learn them and you know yeah things are definitely not perfect and they won't be perfect, and no one promised that they would be perfect, but if we choose to allow ourselves to learn from the experiences that we have, um, we can gain a lot of wisdom, a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience points, a lot of life points, (laughs) and I have every intention of doing that, and uh, sharing my journey, because this is this is me man (laughs) so um, like I mentioned it's been symptoms have been rough Um, I actually had kidney stones uh, about a month ago and I woke up feeling like this crazy pain and I was like oh shit am I in labor like am I in preterm labor Um, but I quickly realized like no I felt this pain before Um, these are not contractions this is kidney pain so because I'm pregnant they don't let me go to the emergency room I had to go into labor and delivery and they had to ultrasound my kidneys Um, I was in pain for like four hours straight dude like four hours of kidney intense kidney pain and I'm pretty sure I passed a stone that day which even the doctors were acknowledging like kidney stones are way worse than childbirth, <laughs> and um, they offered me like narcotics. She was like, "Do you want a narcotic?" I was like, "I'm not doing that to my to my kid. No, I don't want a narcotic, but low key slash high key I did um but after about four hours, it passed, and um I had a little bit of recovery time the following like three or four days and then I was cool then about a month later I had been having this this pain like this kind of like pain in my chest kind of under my rib and some other symptoms that were kind of aligning with preeclampsia which is like a high blood pressure condition during pregnancy and it had caused like i had been having just so much pain that I was taking like two hot baths a day. Um, Not too hot because I'm not going to boil my baby. But, you know, I was not feeling well uh, for about 10 days. And finally, I was like, I need to go to the hospital. Like, I don't think pregnancy is supposed to hurt like this. So I went in and essentially I had pulled some muscles from throwing up so much. Um, I have GERD, which is like an acid reflux disease, and um, it's brought on by pregnancy. I just produce so much progesterone, which is a pregnancy hormone. I'm producing so much of that that is causing um, an ungodly amount of acid. And when I tell you I have had morning sickness... (laughs) and heartburn issues from the time i found out i was pregnant until about 23 24 weeks i am not exaggerating like they say it usually goes away after the first trimester i got to the end of the second trimester and i still had that shit so i my body been producing so much acid that i was throwing up multiple times a day straining muscles in my chest and my back and um yeah to the it was just horrible and then they confirmed that some of the other symptoms I was feeling can also be brought on by GERD as well so they prescribed me an acid blocker and ever since then I've been feeling like a whole new person I can walk without pain I can sleep without pain I haven't had to take a bath Uh, in a few days now. I mean, I love baths anyway, but I was taking them therapeutically. (laughs) And I haven't had to do that. And this is like, for (laughs) all of my pregnancy, I was talking to people, I was like, how do people do this more than one time? I do not understand how people have multiple kids and multiple pregnancies, because this is just not good this is not fun i'm so grateful to be pregnant to have a baby don't get me wrong but pregnancy sucks and um that was just my general feeling because of my symptoms until about a week ago and with that acid blocker and with my muscles healing from not having to puke constantly um i felt fine like i feel fine of course there's like just regular aches and pains but I went from like a pain scale of like seven to a pain scale of like one and I'm like oh this if this is what other people feel like when they're pregnant I can understand why they would do it again because I feel great I feel good right now I've been staying really active I walk for like 90 minutes a day I um, try and do yoga and strength exercises and I'm able to eat without throwing up and all this has happened again just only in the last week or so. And I finally understand like, oh, okay, you can actually feel good during pregnancy. This is good to know. So um, I've been enjoying that. I'm hoping I (laughs) will continue to get to enjoy pregnancy a little bit longer since it took over half because pregnancy can be anywhere from 36 to like 40 weeks right 42 weeks so I'm at week 25 so it took over half of pregnancy to feel good (laughs) that's just my experience and I hope for you that it's not like that but just know that It's a possibility to just be miserable for a little while. But (laughs) all through that time, I was just telling myself and reminding myself, you know, this is temporary, you know, it's not going to last forever. It's all worth it, you know, anything for this little baby. But man, the difference that I feel in my body this week compared to any of my other weeks of pregnancy is so huge and I'm so grateful and so thankful and I'm talking to God constantly like thank you (laughs) so much for helping me figure that out because it was so hard um it was so hard so um now I'm just chilling kind of recalibrating getting my bearings back about me. Um, I posted my registry with my um, announcement and so many people have reached out and um, bought the, I almost said her name, you'll know her name soon, but they've bought my little baby. So many like sweet gifts and I'm just really blown away by the generosity um that everyone has been displaying toward me and this little girl. She is so loved already and I just like broke down crying yesterday just out of gratitude for all the love that's been shown just in the one or two days that uh people have known about her. She has a lot of gifts on the way already and I'm grateful for that cuz you know, babies are expensive. (laughs) And I honestly haven't bought anything for her yet. Because again, I was in denial for a little bit um, (laughs) about her. And, um, you know, now that we're getting close to the third trimester, I'm like, all right, it might be time to uh, start getting ready, start getting organized. So I'm so grateful for all of you who reached out and sent over blessings and uh whether that's monetary blessings or energetic blessings prayers all of it i'm so grateful for that um it's a huge help and i feel so loved and supported and uh, i can't thank you enough for that so yeah i'm trying to think what else like i've had Pretty much I've had hiccups every single day since I found out I was pregnant i That's the symptom that I didn't realize was a symptom <laughs> of pregnancy, but I have hiccups every day i have like I burp and fart constantly, and it's that's not the type of person I've ever been like some people are real open with that like my whole family they just burp and fart and are pretty gross all the time. But for me, I'm not that way. I go to the bathroom to fart and do all that. But now these days, it's like, I can't help it. Things just happen. Like, I'll be talking and I'll just burp. Or I'll be breathing and I just fart. And it's just a pregnancy symptom. I've started snoring. Um, I've never snored before, but now like I'll wake myself up snoring I've been talking in my sleep a lot because let me tell you pregnancy dreams are on a whole different level Like my dreams are video games, man. I am I am in a movie in my dreams and I can usually remember them when I wake up. It's so insane They are so real And uh, so i be talking in my sleep, I feel like I make noise, (laughs) I scare my partner all the time because he's kind of a scaredy cat when it comes to uh, a lot, (laughs) Uh, especially at night. So he, I guess I was giggling in my sleep at night, he woke up, he was scared, he was like, what is wrong with you? I don't know something was funny in my dream so that's been a symptom I've had pretty much since day one too is like dreams my dreams have been so vivid um you know I actually the hiccups and the dreams were big clues that I was pregnant then my boobs hurting like this is probably TMI but hey you're listening to this uh TMI podcast but my boobs have started leaking already like they're already they're already like making colostrum like getting ready for a baby and the baby's not even here yet so i have to be careful with my boobs sometimes (laughs) because they're leaking stuff and um i have let's see it's called the linea negra the dark line on your stomach That came in super quick. My boobs have grown so huge, like I have wide boobs with huge areolas and they have gotten so dark, like so incredibly dark that they look aggressive and almost a bit scary. So that's been interesting because that was not what they were looking like before. Um, My bump is definitely there. But, compared to other women who are 25 weeks, it's not as like pronounced. It looks like I could also just have a round belly, you know, I could just be a little fat. <laughs> it's like, is she fat or is she pregnant? So I haven't gained like a crazy amount of weight probably because I've been throwing up everything that I eat until this week. Um So I do have a bump, it's not as big as um, some people who are 25 weeks along, but I have a feeling that's going to change here pretty soon since I'm not puking every five seconds. Um, My walk has definitely changed, I wobble a little bit, (laughs) or waddle I guess is the word I was looking for. Um, I breathe different. You can probably notice. I'm sorry if it's obnoxious. But I'm always out of breath. And, um, you know, getting out of bed, getting in bed. I'm always, like, panting by the end of it. Um, But it's all been... I think, okay, so I think the change that bothers me the most is just my face my face is so chubby right now it's so fat I already have had like chubby cheeks and a round face like naturally already but being pregnant is like even more so so I just feel like a little chipmunk potato lady in my face and that part is the part that I've had to like (laughs) come to terms with the most. Everything else I love. I think it's dope. I think it's cool. Like, go body. You're doing a great job. And I'm like, god damn it. Did you have to uh, make my face explode like this? Did my nose already have to spread? Like, so that's the part that I'm coming to terms with. Everything else is cool. I love everything else about... The way my body is changing and looking and I expected you know the rest of it but my face is uh, looking real fat and swollen right now so I'm like not my favorite not my favorite at all (laughs) but uh, that's just a little pregnancy update if you have any specific questions or Anything that you want me to talk about specifically in regard to pregnancy, I can definitely do a follow-up. I've kept track of all of my symptoms throughout this entire pregnancy on my Flow app, so I'll probably peek back and look at that and do like a symptoms-based recording for anyone who is interested in that. Oh, as far as cravings go I really love baked goods (laughs) I love cookies cakes pies um sweet stuff like juice I've never been a juice person but please give me grape juice I would love some grape juice um (laughs) that kind of stuff um but yeah, I've kept a log of all of this and I can go into more details of that and also um, more about the fertility like tips and tricks for anyone who's struggling or anyone who is preparing for pregnancy. Um, I would say if you haven't listened to my episode on birth control, you should definitely listen to that, especially if you are currently on birth control and thinking about becoming pregnant in the next year to five years go listen to that um because it's probably a good idea for you to get off it (laughs) immediately um but anyway i gotta go anchor is kicking me off i've been talking too long um thank you so much for As I was saying, thank you for all of you who've shown your love, your support, who have sent your well wishes, who have bought things off of the registry. For those of you who are supporting the Etsy shop, it all comes back to me and this little baby. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your love and support and I'll be back soon with more content, more updates And now that I'm not keeping a secret from you, I'm sure you'll be seeing more of me. (laughs) All right, y'all. Have a good one. Bye.